Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. I didn't know we were recording yet. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Hello, Jeff. Jeez, you just started talking. I said, good God, I, he's going. Yeah, well, top of the morning to you. And to you and yours. Yes, yes. Happy oh. St. Patrick's. <laughs> well... Day. Don't say it. Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day to one and all. I can't believe that I get to spend my St. Patrick's Day with two Irish lassies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you how uh, Irish my St. Patrick's Day is going. I'm up at my uh, brother and sister-in-law's house. We got all quarantined and we're all doing it. And uh, we had ourselves a little corned beef and cabbage meal tonight. No. We're doing Ooh. it up. We're ready. What'd you put on there, Mike? Uh, I put mustard, just uh, uh, mustard. <laughs> yellow mustard. The yellow stuff. The yellow stuff. Frenches. Yeah. Frenches. My favorite thing about that meal is that it's called boiled dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I think we put it in at 11 today and we ate it seven. You know what, Mike? I'll give you a little hot tip. Yeah. Save room for a little potato. <laughs> well, there's potato and carrot in it as well. Yeah, I mean, I think potatoes should be uh, eaten all throughout the meal, not just saved till the very end. You want to remember that potato. Yes, you're going to want to remember that potato. Look at you guys. I know. Sometimes I, I look at the two of you, especially on St. Patrick's Day, and I feel like you would be the perfect stars of a Boondock Saints reboot. <laughs> oh, us? Yeah. A reboon? Reboon, dog. <laughs> Boondock Saints, the reboon. Oh, have you guys seen that movie, um, Overnight? No, I want to. No, you. it's the documentary about it, right? Yeah, we should do a, a Patreon about it. Everybody watch Overnight. It's about the making. It's the guy that wrote Boondock Saints. And Did oh. it come out in like 2001? Like, is it old? Um, yeah, it came out, it came out back then. Yeah. And, uh, it was, it was kind of in, uh, just floating around in obscurity. And I just saw recently, um, Chris Farron, uh, rock and roll star told me about it. And Love Chris uh, Mitch Farron. is a huge fan of it too. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh, I liked it in, um, you know, late high school or college or whenever I saw it. But then hearing that the guy who made it was this like 
totally self-defeating hotshot piece of shit uh, <laughs> makes just, it really funny. <laughs> the success goes to his head faster than any success has gotten to any head. And also and that's what like the overnight means like overnight. Yes, he's an overnight thing. success. Cause I mean, it's a pretty crazy, crazy story. Like Harvey Weinstein, like bought the script for a million dollars. The guy was just like a bartender and uh-huh. uh, Harvey Weinstein, like bought the script for a million dollars, made the guy rich and then bought the bar and gave it to the guy. Um, so the guy really, it just, you know, melted his brain. And then, but the funniest part about, and the thing that reason I was just thinking of for like St. Patrick's day is, uh, he, he, he did like the, the soundtrack for the movie himself with his Boston buddies and their band Mm -hmm. was eventually called boondock saints. And it's, 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 uh, Oh, you got to get into the whole thing. It's very good. Very cool. (laughs) Yeah. That was a big, like when it first came, like that's a college kids movies, like, this is like cinema, like going to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a big poster on the dorms of Ithaca. I, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, we have a lot to get into today. You guys want to talk about some booze news? It's a listener submitted theme song. Hit it. Oh, this one is from Jeremy Colross. Jeremy. Wow. Funkified. That was top notch. That was that was from what's his name? Jeremy Coleman? Cole Ross. You don't know Jeremy Cole Ross? Do you think that's do you think J. Cole, the rapper, it, that's him and that's yes. his like fake name? That's my assumption. His pen name? Look, that's the simplest explanation. That's the Occam's razor <laughs> sure. applied to boozness. Wow, geez. Hey, I like how, you know. You think of booze news and you think of pitched up vocals, or I know I do. And what this guy did yeah, is yeah, he, had yeah. a, he had a big low voice in there. J. Cole <laughs> went the other way with it. Well, he works probably with big time producers, J. Cole. So, yeah. Yeah, they got the knobs that go both up and down if you want to pitch the voices. <laughs> um, guys, we have huge news today. MGD <gasps> has a whole new look. Oh, oh. no. No, 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 no. Yes, we talk about it often on this show. We say that Miller Genuine Draft is the official label to be found in the woods. In the yes, it's a good find in the woods beer bottle. The the old black label, yeah, is is something you find on bundles of sticks or down on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, here I shared the picture with you guys. You see, in this new look, yes, it is a black can. Ooh, they've emphasized the the eagle. And the big red dot, and they've emphasized genuine. And then all all the articles. This was sent to us by multiple slobheads. Thanks everyone mm. for sending it. Um, it's nice to have you on the beat. And um, <laughs> so MGD, it's we found out it's not the flagship, right? So Miller High Life, that's the big main Miller beer, the time honored Miller beer. And then in the eighties, they came out with MGD where it's like the bottles are not heated after being bottled. So it's more like a draft brew or something like okay. that. 
in in the eighties, and then it was a huge success, and it was the hit in the early nineties, and then it has just been crapping out for like thirty years, <laughs> and nobody except for podcasters <laughs> talking about it. All podcasters, not just this podcast. Oh yeah, you know what's funny is I thought they were going to get away from like the black label because that's what maybe made it feel uh, old hat. Yeah, and what they've doubled down on it. They got a they got themselves a black can, and I got to say the yeah. thing that I think when I look at this is Japan. Oh, right. It's got the big red dot in the middle because they I really emphasize that. this giant red dot in the middle of it. And, you know, if you look at the old can, it's not like, oh, the beloved Miller red dot. Like, what a bizarre thing to carry over. Like, we're really going to double down on this red dot. Do you think that red dot is at all related to the seven up dot? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be interesting. Interesting. Same DNA. <laughs> I just love how they didn't change the beer at all and sales have been bad and they had to revamp. So they hired a design firm to redesign this can. And I love all these articles in ad age and everywhere <laughs> are talking about the bold new look, emphasizing the genuineness. And the headline is it's a, they've got a new nothing to hide brand refresh. <laughs> what a dumb world. The whole world is so dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that Eagle is 10 times the size. Now this feels like an Ed Hardy uh, remake. Yeah. Because like it's a special a big- edition Ed Hardy. When, when the logo is like spilling out onto the can, it does look like an Ed Hardy shirt with a huge yeah. graphic. Well, the eagle yeah. wings too kind of feel bikery throwbacky like that. Uh-huh. Um, sure, sure. We'll, we'll share this picture and li- listeners, you uh, Google it. But it, it, it reminds me, it's kind of punk rock in the way. That, remember when the in LA, the Tam O'Shanter bar updated their sign to be the lightning bolt? Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. It's like a Harry Potter-ish like. yeah. Like Where it's still it's still like British, but it's it's got a edge to it. This can to me is like the can looked like it was from 1992, and now they've updated it to like 2009. But <laughs> there's some really uh, funny, not funny, uh, maybe kind of sad pictures of logo refreshes throughout the years. Uh, the the big move is to get rid of serifs in your text. So you, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, like uh, the old Wendy's like Western. Mm-hmm. sort of style yeah. logo now it's just like a blobby cursive wendy's yeah and so serif much, means what that that old timey font like the wingtips on on letters like times uh, new roman has serifs verdana does not for example okay um and oh, it's interesting like, uh jeff and you were telling me you weren't having problems getting laid or were <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely Michael! screaming about <laughs> Screaming and crying about one or the other. Don't remember what it was. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Well, what, whatever you just said really sends me in one way or the other. You know? I don't know. <laughs> okay, what, what else for booze news? Michael? I got a little update here, okay? Oh. Uh, this is brought to me. Uh, uh, Kevin Clark, big time uh, slop head, sent me. He, he DM'd me. It is exciting, very exciting breaking news. So... This is a story that is coming back from the dead. We all remember I was on the Pepsi uh, seltzer, booze seltzer beat for a while. Right. That fell apart. I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't. It felt like they, Pepsi wasn't going to do anything, and I wasn't going to look into it anymore. And it was a train wreck. The, the trail went cold, yeah. The trail went cold. My interest went cold. But Kevin Clark has lit a fire under my ass. He sent me an article Pepsi has released a line of cocktail mixers. Oh. Okay. Not Spike Seltzer necessarily. They have uh, four drinks which fall under the new Neon Zebra brand. 
Huh? Uh, and they were made to appeal to 21 to 34-year-olds. At-home drinking has risen during the pandemic. Hey, that's and just a little bit younger than us. <laughs> that's right. Neon that's Zebra, right. that is so funny to be like, you know, young, Gen Z, colorful, uh, Neon Zebra. zebra. <laughs> yeah. They put it into like a, a title generator. Uh, this They started working on this drink two years ago. It's finally coming out. And it's, uh, they want to do something, you know, when like you get those big jug mixer things of like margarita mix or something, uh-huh. you drink some of it and it stays on your shelf for a year. Well, they wanted to shrink it down. The flavors are margarita, strawberry daiquiri, mojito, and whiskey sour. Oh. It's uh, one 7.5 ounce can is supposed to make two cocktails with three, ounce, uh, three ounces of spirits added to each. Okay. That's cool. I like right? this. I mean- it's cool, but I also like I I knew Pepsi didn't have the balls to make something with alcohol in it. <laughs> They're too big a brand. They're too safe. Right. It's a mixer. It's it's uh it's the best they could do, I guess. It's so funny that you knew they were working on it. So it is like they there was a team of people that spent like a year on this, and then like their knees were knocking and they were nervous, and they're like, oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Pepsi said like. Yeah, there's a seltzer, a spike seltzer trend, but it's going away. The next thing is going to, we're going to be on the forefront of this next thing. And maybe they will be, who knows? Um, wait, I, I, thought the, I thought the I thought um, the trail went cold when we thought Topo Chico was going to come out with one and they're like technically a Pepsi brand, right? Is that still happening? Oh, yeah. They're a Coca-Cola brand. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so they're they're doing that. And then I the last, my last uh, report, I think was that Pepsi said, no, we're not going to do one. Oh, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I, do, said, I remember. No, we just can't. We can't figure I'll it out. I'll say this about Neon Zebra. I bet you it's going to be a zebra with different color stripes instead of just black. And if I was fruit stripe gum, I would say, <laughs> you're about to get your ass landed in court, buddy. Lawyer up, asshole. I got to start chewing some of that stuff again. That stuff was great. That stuff was mm. weird. The, the one in the purple pack was good. The one in the green pack was odd. It just, the flavor went dead within two chews. Well, that's gum. Get one good bite. Two chews, you lose. That's just gum. Um, uh, Michael, you just reminded me, I almost blanked on some huge news, booze news sent to us by Selena, our old friend from the Sloppy Boys nice. Zoom room, you may remember. Oh, yes. Um, Bud Light Seltzer. They're done mm-hmm. with the ugly sweater pack. And now, coming for the spring... They have oh, shit. Bud Light Seltzer out of office pack, limited edition. <laughs> it's like a vacation tropical theme. All right. And it is Bud Light Seltzer uh, flavors. Here are the flavors. Classic lime margarita. Great. Strawberry daiquiri. Fine. Mango Mai Tai, of course. Trash. And watermelon mojito. Mm. Oh, I like watermelon. Uh, these are on the shelves now. Um, they're, they're, they're in select places right now, everywhere soon. Holy shit. Well, slopheads, get ready for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got to, uh, find it. Cause like, you know, we got a good jump on the ugly sweater pack. We were a little ahead of the game. We got to be just, we got to keep the fire under our asses. Don't get yeah. complacent. I mean, that's what booze news is good. It's getting us into it. We'll get this neon zebra shit too. This is awesome. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like just inspired and like just ready to hit the ground running with all this stuff. Like I finally got my life in order. Great. And that hey, wraps up. Yeah. Let's get it. into the drink. What you, what do you say? What what'd you say? Wrap up booze news. Okay. Into the drink today. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all because we are drinking the Irish Car Bomb. Whoa. Oh. This is a 
shot glass of Bailey's Irish cream and Jameson Irish whiskey dropped in to a Guinness pint. And you have to drink it fast before the liquid curdles. Have you guys had it? Oh yeah, man. We we did it. We were on a, a Irish car bomb craze at one point. Aye, Timmy. We had a <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> you know I've had these. Have we had them together? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, of course we have. We we were on it. Remember, we had a friend who brought them into our world, and she kept buying them. Like when we would go out, she'd be like, "Car bombs," and we're like, "Okay." Oh Jesus. Um. You know what's funny is that I pretty embarrassingly late learned about the curdling um, because I remember probably during that phase, one of you guys handing me one and I was like, you know, I actually like the taste of these and I'm not going to chug it. And I just held it in my hand and it turned to cottage cheese. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, quick question before we get too much deeper. Is the shot 50 50 on the Bailey's and Jameson? Well, Jefferson. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you, and you pour it slowly. So it, so you can see it, uh, uh, separate stack. Some people layer it, put a little spoon there so they can layer it. Because the guy that invented it said he gets a little kick out of the idea that it looks like you're dropping a little pint of Guinness into a bigger pint of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. That's hey, and funny. Then also, do you need a full pint? Do you have to turn this into yeah. like? Because I mean, a pint's a lot to chug if you're going to go that route. Oh yeah, no, it shouldn't be. It should be half. Half to three quarters, but like... Uh, Enough to submerge the shot glass. Yeah, if you buy a Guinness... You, I mean, at a bar, if you order it this way, they'll just fill it halfway for you. But I've got like tall boy cans. I'm just going to pour half into my pint glass. I've got one of those British pint glasses. You know, the one that halfway up, it has a ridge and then it gets wider. So it's a 20 inch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Do I ever. That, that way I won't get splashed quite as much as you guys. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be drenched. Because it's going to get wet and wild. Yeah, I'm getting my uh, my uh, rain gear. I guess is the word for it. <laughs> yeah, no other what way else to could say I it? say my sloppy stuff. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, hey, put on the sloppy stuff. We're doing American pint glass bombs. Yeah, you and Homer in the splash zone, <laughs> like Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> put on those parkas. <laughs> now, uh, my 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 dear boy, I have a question. Where does the Irish car bomb name come from? Okay, I was praying that you would ask that because it's a bu- big bummer. It's a it is a it's a problematic name that people don't really even say anymore. It's being it, phased out. It's an intense name, right? Oh yeah, it's just it's just the Irish. Was, was it like the IRA uh, literally bombing? It, it is. It's it's like you know the, the the troubles in Northern Ireland, the the conflict between Protestants and Catholics, and mm-hmm. and like. There really were car bombs in Belfast, and lots of people really did die. So this drink is whimsically named after that, almost as if you called a drink the 9-11. Right, right. So, sorry for saying it, folks. Uh, uh, You can say Irish Slammer, I guess, or Guinness Bomb, but I don't think Guinness Bomb is any better. Uh, Guinness Bomb, I get, because you're like dropping a little, like the bombing is the putting the shot is bombing in. And there are other bombs, right? Because there's- um, Jaeger Bomb? Jaeger bomb, which is Jaeger dropped Saki into bomb. Red Bull. Saki bomb. Saki uh-huh. bomb. Saki bomb is like a precursor to the Irish car bomb. And then the mm. granddaddy of them all, the Boilermaker. Oh, honestly, haven't had Boilermaker. Is the Boilermaker isn't like you drop it in and then drink it as fast as you can, right? Oh, you had to point that out, didn't you, Mike? Uh, no. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, it, I think any beer with any whiskey in it is a boiler maker. You uh-huh. could have them one at a time. You could drop it in, but most people just uh, mix it together. But you want to hear about the oh. backstory on this particular bomb beverage? Yes, sure. It is a fully American creation. Invented in the 70s at uh, Billy Wilson's Pub in Norwich, Connecticut by a bartender owner named Charles Oat. <laughs> Cool. Good. <laughs> uh, basically, in the 70s, Bailey's had just come out. I thought Bailey's was like a time-honored old thing, but uh, that's not true. They tricked you. It looks like they it. cooked it up. And in fact, they like the, sig- the signature on the on the bottle. It says like something Bailey like has signed it. And that's just fully b- bullshit. Um, <laughs> there is no Bailey. Nobody signed my bottle. There are people named Bailey in the world. I know that for sure. I just got to be. No, who? Um, <laughs> but so that was like a popular thing in the 70s. And they were trying to find out, you know, new ways to use it. It got really big in America. And at this bar in Connecticut for St. Patrick's Day, 1977, Charles Oat invented a shot called the Grandfather, which was Bailey's in Kahlua in a little shot glass. Okay. And it looked like a little Irish coffee. And it's a shot. You drink it when you're toasting to your grandfather. <laughs> That's why it was called the, so it was St. Patrick's Day and people would all gather around and toast to their grandfathers. But the thing was that sh- both of those liqueurs are pretty gentle, so it wasn't getting them drunk. Uh, mm. So he said, let's add Jameson to it. Uh-huh. And then that, the three of those all together in a shot glass was called the IRA. So, so the names are starting to get a little problematic at this point. Uh-huh. And then that was the hit of that St. Patrick's Day at that bar in Connecticut. Everyone said, oh, we love the RA. We're throwing these things back. And it's it was a popular thing at the bar for a couple of years. And then later down the line, the bartender was having one of his famous IRAs at the same time as a Guinness. And he said, Man. how about I drop it in? Imagine St. Patrick's Day, 1977. You're having a blast with the newest, best drink on the block. <laughs> and you don't even know that Star Wars is coming this summer. <laughs> You You don't even know that punk rock is about to break big across the pond. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you do already know that. Well, without further ado, shall we? Let's do it. So so the, the, what do you call it? The ratios here. Uh In your little shot glass, Mm -hmm. you have a half ounce of Irish whiskey and a half ounce of Bailey's Irish cream. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your one Guinness beer. And then the method is... Um, add the Baileys and whiskey into a shot glass, pouring slowly as to create a layered effect. Uh, Drop the shot into the pint glass filled half to three quarters of the way with Guinness. Drink immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You've only got like five seconds and you can still drink it when it's curdled. It's not like it's unhealthy or anything. Right. It's just chunky. Doesn't taste as good. Yeah, it's a it's a weird texture for all the texture fiends out there. And for the curdling, and for the curdling, the Jameson doesn't curdle it. The beer does. It's the acid in the stout is okay. reacting with gotcha. the the milk in the liqueur. So yeah, it's weird the Jameson doesn't do it. So that'll be good for the pod. So we can go ready our stuff, come back and do it live. Do it live. You'll hear the clinks and the slurp downs. Yeah, and so that way we don't have to worry about the shot curdling on us. Great. You think it, Bill O'Reilly is Irish? Do you think we'll, we'll do it live? Was that what he's talking about? That's crazy. Your shots live. It can't Bill, be that it's crazy. It no, it can't. That cannot be that. That's nuts. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Folks, we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you got, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Hey folks, we want to slow down for a second and talk about a podcast we love called You Are Worthy with Lil Mookie B. It's a podcast about empathy, therapy, positivity, and love, among others. Comedian, actor, and social media influencer Michael Mookie Blakelock, aka Lil Mookie B, began attending therapy just a few months ago. 
And instead of keeping the gifts of therapy to himself, he has decided to spread the love and positivity throughout the world by sharing the message of therapy and making sure that people understand that they desperately need therapy too, so that they can be just like him and have empathy just like he does. Wow, what a mission he's on. Each episode, Mookie welcomes your favorite comedians and improvisers, other than himself, of course, upon the podcast. As if that wasn't enough, he will share with you what he's learned in therapy that week, lead you through guided meditations and affirmations to help you through your boring everyday life, and answer life advice questions from listeners whose lives are falling apart. It's a great podcast. What can I say? We love Mookie. He's helping people. He's doing the work. You have to check it out. Listen everywhere podcasts are listened to, and remember that you are Worthy with Lil Mookie B. And we're back. Hey. Hey, we are back live. I am here. Guys, you guys, you were you got your drinks with you. I got I got, I'm in a, a room with six people right now. Okay. Hey, hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Good to see you. Hello. Hey, Happy St. Patrick's Day. You too. Thanks for having us on your show. The whole Thanks party gang has congregated. We, we got, I got my brother, my brother Kyle, sister-in-law Lindsay, our buddy Chris, niece Tig, and Ryan Hanford. Ooh. Okay, now niece Tig is not having an Irish car bomb, okay, is she? And Will! Hey, Will! All right. Dude, we got some nephews and nieces and family here. When the nephews have arrived, it's time to party. <laughs> and Tig's having milk. Tig's going to have milk. Ready to drop? Okay, so uh, so do we splash it right down the middle, or do you kind of slide it down the side of the cup, you think? I'm going to like rest it right on the top of the foam and then drop gently. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Bombs drop away! It. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, it was right, Tig. What are the nieces and nephews thinking of it over there? They, they, there was a lot of, what are you doing? And ew. <laughs> Nobody explained what is happening. That, that tumbled right down the throat. That wasn't too hard at all. It was nice and uh, smooth. I did get a, a little bit of an insta-curdle. After you uh, chug it, you got to pull out a little spoon to finish off the curdle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you only have five seconds to uh, get going before the curdleage. Oh, I had a yeah. nanosecond. I was I was looking at curdle as it was going down in my throat. <laughs> Wait a minute. We had we did have another drink. Uh, Tig, what did you think of the milk you had? Uh, I did not finish it. She didn't finish. <laughs> couldn't finish it. But did you like the taste? is all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Irish cow, though. There you go. It was an Irish cow. It was a green, green spot. Hey, we're doing milk bombs here. It's funny. This is the first time we haven't been able to like sit with a drink and see how we feel about it. It's just sort of like, there it was. How did it taste? That was it? <laughs> yeah. I loved it. It, sh it, it. it really did. Uh, I didn't do it in one gulp. I, I think a real pro, you're supposed to just relax your throat like when you're doing a, a funnel or a beer bong. Um I, I had a couple uh, a gulps in the middle, but it wasn't like yeah. that. It wasn't exploding. It wasn't so frothy that I'm full of carbon dioxide. It Because, um, I mean, it's probably been five years since I had one. And I, it, I was pleasantly surprised with how smooth. Very smooth. Uh, the taste is great. It, very, it, it really is like milkshake-y. 
Very milkshakey. Unlike a, you know, like a Jaeger bomb, those I have to choke down. Um, whereas these are delish. Cool. Well, Jaeger bomb is a weird. I mean, there's no reason to be having Red Bull, especially if you're out at a bar. I, I understand pre gaming with Red Bull, but. Having Red Bull, like, especially end of the night shots doing a Jaeger, Jaeger bomb, it's really just, that's a full novelty. That's a silly thing to do. It tasted good. The fam loved it. I think my brother's having another one out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he was it would He's be very be... Fun if, funny if that became like a just a normal, <laughs> a normal drink. Yeah. And I, now I'm finished the rest of my Guinness. Me too. And then um, I could be due for another um, car bomb, baby. Uh, Jefferson! Yeah. I would do another bombski. Yeah, that was their fun. It's a fun event. Uh, it's a fun event. And also, like, the taste combination, uh, because Bailey's, I don't know if you stole a little sip on its own, but it's too sweet and desserty. Mm-hmm. So dropping it into this, it actually does make the whole thing better. Well, it's funny, too. Uh, it's the type of drink where you've got them and it's got to all happen at one time. And I felt this with just now with these guys here and you guys and being like, no, hold on. Not yet. But are we going? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Yep. Is everyone ready? I must party appropriately <laughs> and in the perfect fashion. <laughs> it's real fun. I remember being out. Maybe I flapped about this on the pod once, but um, wh- oh, yeah. One of the first times I ever like spent a lot of money on dinner and then I was like, oh, my God, I got to pay a big bill. It was because I was at Largo with... Uh, some guys like some a friend and mutual uh friends that he brought oh but you've talked uh, about this yeah but like that night i, I told it because the, the bill came and it was 56 dollars, and i was like 56 dollars. <laughs> but what was weird about that night was the drink like to out us for being 22 the drink that we kept ordering that night while we had dinner at largo was Irish car bombs. <laughs> and and uh, that in retrospect is so ridiculous to think that other people at that place were looking at us being like, yes, another round and we're having these. <laughs> a round of a trick drink. Oh, okay. The only uh, more boisterous version is the sake bomb where you balance the shot on chopsticks and then slam the table so that the, <laughs> so that the shot glass tumbles. What if you're at like a solid oak table that just won't budge. Yeah, slam hard. As hard as you can. Jeez. There's one bomb drink that's maybe like, it's called like the, the diffuser or something where the shot glass is upside down at the bottom of the pint glass. Awesome. That up. sounds cool. But then you pull you pull the bottom of the shot glass up like, like you're pulling the pin on a grenade. Uh, oh. We got to do that one. That's that sounds cool. cool. Yeah, let's do all the trick. Let's do like trick month and just do a bunch of trick <laughs> tricks. And also, if we wanted to like bring our skateboards and bikes, we could do tricks too. Like an and one video. Yeah, and if and if some of us have just got like a <clears throat> magic book for Christmas and they're they're finally getting good at it, like how to do card tricks, uh, maybe we should bring that guy. I just watched uh, in and of itself, and I've been doing that type of those type of tricks. Oh yes, oh. me too, me too. Wait, what's in and of itself? That's the first. I I, I do know a few card tricks. In and of itself is the first card trick I ever learned. <laughs> oh my god. The first card trick you ever learned was a 
hour-long one-man show. That yeah. is crazy. Jeff, in and of itself is a, um, and for other people who don't know, is this one-man show of this uh, guy does some tricks, and it's it's more than that, but it's very cool to watch. Okay, cool. Uh, you've mentioned it. Unless you're me and you hated it, but... Uh... Tim hated it. Wow, I thought of it was cool. Of course I hated it. Oh, you're not cool, man. I was distracted. There's a lot of celebrities in the audience, and that bothered me. I'm anti-celeb. See, I love seeing the celebs. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Did you? I hope you had your autograph book while you were watching that. One. <laughs> yeah, I kept throwing it at the TV. If Trick Month goes half as well as Vermouth Month, then <laughs> it's going to be a huge month. Vermouth Month made the made the drop today, but I don't know if it's going to go any better. Hey, speaking of tricks, have yeah. you guys seen? Um, are you familiar with cardistry? Mm. Cardistry? No. Is this is this like? They're kind of like skateboard videos, but with cards. Yes, yes. <laughs> so this is dorky. This is dorky. It's, uh, I mean, it's dorky, but I've watched this thing like twenty times. There's a video on YouTube. I'm gonna put a link in the description for a crew called Fontaine Fam, and they are like a jackass crew that does cardistry. Which I looked up. What is cardistry? It's the non-magical manipulation of playing cards. Oh, like so throwing them around and stuff? And it's just them doing like sleight of hand and crazy <laughs> tricks. and uh, Like and the like, big fans and things. Yeah. And uh, it's funny to see like when, it, when <laughs> it's a couple years old now, but when it was first shown to me, I was like, how is this a subculture that's come this far without me even like knowing about it? This is a yeah. thing and there are crews and there's a video <laughs> And these guys are probably getting laid off this stuff. It's just so insane. But it's so sad that those kids um, are non-magical. Well, they, they just, hold on. I'm so I'm sorry, guys. I hate to break this up. Uh, we got a brother. We got another. We got another uh, car bomb. Uh, Kyle wants to see how it goes the second time. I'll get in on that. Yeah, baby. Oh, Jeff's getting in on it too. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, you're, you're with me. Me too. All right, I'll get one too. Hold on. Oh, but my so, pint glass is all fucked up. <laughs> hold on. All right, two seconds. Two seconds. Uh, have you, did you guys get your your like shots to separate? Yeah, mine separated weird in the shot glass, but it wasn't gross, so I was rolling with yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's not as cool as I want it to be. Oh, yeah, I wanted, you wanted it to, look it to like separate a Guinness. This part to separate. Yeah, it's by the way, I, I went to go reuse or... my um, pint glass and shot glass from before, and it just had like specks of cottage cheese all over it. I heard it. <laughs> Know. For all you, um, for all you uh, fathers out there, it kind of looks like spit up. <laughs> you mean priests? Oh, and here's one of my kids who spit up on me like this <laughs> when she was a child. Was she drinking a lot of car bombs at the time? Okay, we're ready. <laughs> Sorry, ready? Yeah, here we go. Ready? Okay, here we go. A three and a two and a well one. Bombs away. Why are you putting the cup in there? Well, it's uh, it's what St. Patrick used to drink when he would kill the snakes. Oh, I gotta say that drink just cleared all the snakes out of my home. Bye, gang. <laughs> Bye. Hey, if I see any more car bombs, I'll let you know. Come on. <laughs> see ya. Um, delicious once again. Love it. A fantastic drink. A fantastic drink. Maybe a, a six stars out of five stars. Too fun. Too fun. It tastes. Um, I mean, it, it, there's no Kahlua. They used to have Kahlua in these, but. Kind of has almost has like it's like drinking a delicious iced coffee. Yeah, now, for sure. I went to the store to get my Baileys. I didn't have any Baileys. Hell yeah. And I was like, they have this little ass bottle. I wanted to get like a bigger, bigger one if they had one. The only th other thing they had was Baileys Minis, which I think you got. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, 
Is that enough? Uh, did you just do two car bombs with one mini, or how does that math work out? Yeah, you only need 15 milliliters for this uh, drink, and, and a mini is 100 milliliters. So. Jesus Ooh. Christmas. I also have you finished the mini, the rest of the mini just for kicks, <laughs> and I'm sipping on uh, the Guinness. I got what they call the Bailey's Big Boy. It's a gallon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they, I just got a regular Bailey's. <laughs> How do you feel about yourself um, liking this? We all we all drank it. We all said it was delicious. We are guys who only about a week ago were taking a craft cocktail class and, <laughs> and thinking that we were going to get smart and learn yeah, we more about We about came on this culture. podcast and said we were... Uh, mix masters now. <laughs> and I'm already embarrassed. If Jack Schramm over at Gush found out that we love Irish car bombs, I'd be humiliated. He could be listening and he, he, he seems like he'd like them too, though. He's, he's has fun with the drinks. That's true. He's a fun guy. It's funny knowing that like people like Jack and, uh, and Giuseppe Gonzalez might listen. They got serious cred in the cocktail world. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope they're listening. And they're saying, you know what? Yes, it's fun. It, drinking is fun. These stupid boys are having fun. <laughs> I bet you it's like, you know, if somebody likes shitty music or comedy and we're like, yeah, you know, that's fine if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is absolutely true. And yeah, every time you talk to anybody back home and they tell you what TV shows they like and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you got a few, few screws loose. Hey, I wanted to talk St. Patrick's Day memories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, great. Because we had, um, I feel like uh, together, when we were living together, at the bottom of our hill, there was not one but two Irish pubs. We had ah, yes. Maeve's Residuals. Yes. Uh, named such because... If you're an actor and you bring in a residual check that's under a dollar, I think you get a free drink or something yep, like that. Yep, yep, that's correct. And right next door, the Fox and the Hound. These are yes. valley bars when we lived in the hills on the backside. These are on Ventura, Ventura Boulevard in Universal City. Ventura. If you have hit the marshals, you've gone too far. <laughs> we had a good, I feel like all like seven uh, years living there, at least a, a few of those years, we went down there and pinged back and forth uh, between, it would be an all day drinking thing and yeah. i remember specifically i don't know what we were up to but mike do you remember one year we got there really <laughs> late yep yeah i remember this i know where this is going. Was, yeah. <laughs> i think that everybody else had had a fun day of drinking and that mave's residuals had <laughs> they were giving out free corned beef and cabbage and free all day it had been out all day all day and like stew right like beef uh -huh. stew uh-huh and and we Joined in late and we went to the back corner because that's a place that always had free popcorn and stuff. And we'd be yep. like, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. Load up. I think you and I, Tim, were doing a charity work of some sort. We were. Uh, that's true. I feel like the children at the orphanage had the day of their lives. And yes, then we were we, so fun and funny for them. We got that big bounce house. But yes, yes. So we got there to residuals late. And then we said, hey, look at this, all this free food. And this is midnight. And the food had been out since 9 a.m. Oh. And and not not only did we eat it, but the bar was like uh, it was like really packed and stuff. And we were like, "Hey, let's go home. Let's walk up the hill." And I remember we took pint glasses, yeah, and we filled the pint glasses up with yeah. with food and ate it while we, while we walked. I remember walking up there and being like, "Whoa, what's that you got there?" And then seeing you guys pick pieces of corned beef hash out of a pint glass and eating it on the walk home. 
<laughs> but I... That may have been a night we uh, both did a few Technicolor yawns. That can't have been good for us. <laughs> no, it uh, it for real was... Um, well, because, I mean, we had forks and pine glasses, and we were walking up the hill being like, we're geniuses, dude. This is so... <laughs> we got so old good. food free. Yeah, this is a once-a-year grift. <laughs> but then we did... Separately, you you lived upstairs uh, and I lived downstairs, but we reconvened <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. And um, let's just say that uh, you would not have wanted to be inside our septic tank on that day. On that fateful night. Not that day. Not that day. <laughs> not that day. Every other day, fantastic. <laughs> but you would have had a, a really bad vantage point. Um, no, we both got food poisoning. We ate pints of meat yeah. and we both instantly got food poisoning and we were sick for the whole next day. That was only the second time Look. I got uh, food poisoning. No, we got it together a different time. Also, re first red flag is when you say pints of meat because that's not a measurement of meat. <laughs> <laughs> a pint of uh, corned beef, a pint. But also there were some potatoes and old uh, carrots in there as well. There was a controversial time where earlier when, when we were interning and we were living at the Oakwood Apartments. Oh, yeah. Uh, you uh, had Chipotle for lunch, uh -huh. and then for dinner you made yourself a raw steak, barely cooked. <laughs> and then yes, you got yes. then you got food poisoning, and the whole next day you were like, "Oh, it's that Chipotle." <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing out of Chipotle? They're killing me, God. For some reason, I felt like Chipotle was like newish at the time, and I felt like I had ownership of it. I needed to defend their honor. And I was like, they know, no, they know how to cook their meat. No, they don't, Tim. It wasn't that gray steak. I I got it from. I got that gray steak from. It was gray when I got it. It was like an old steak. It was a manager's special. It had it had the stickers on it, like must go now. Yeah. And before it was put on the grill, it was gray. And on the label from the deli, it said old steak. <laughs> Old steak, prepare gray. <laughs> I'm like, mm, isn't a steak like a wine where you want it to age a little bit? Like, yeah, yeah. Aged beef. Uh, Tim, you saved my ass from uh, food poisoning one time. That, much later, though. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I brought you to the hospital. <gasps> what Where? What was the deal? I was just shooting liquid out of both ends and uh, oh, couldn't what? keep anything down. <laughs> what did you eat that day? Honestly, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to speak ill. But I think it okay. was uh, oysters from a beloved restaurant of in Los Feliz. Mm, I know. You what know what? I know that restaurant, and I love it with all my heart. But I've heard that before because it's dollar oysters. What do you expect? You know. I think Fran had the same problem. And oysters, I think, in general, are yeah. That's true. You could be at the freshest oyster place, and like one out of like three dozen is yeah. rank. Sure. And I've had oysters there 20 times. So one bout of fruit poisoning is fine. Yeah, that's not bad. But Jeff, I do remember you you texted me and you're like, oh, I'm all fucked up. And then I came and I saw it. You know, when it's like you don't want to register on your face when somebody really looks like shit because you don't want to freak them out. But I remember walking into your apartment and you were gray. <laughs> not unlike the meats that could put you there. And like <laughs> I was so sick all day. And then when you came to help me, you know, you took me to the ER and whatever. And you were like figuring shit out on your phone because like I was just so out of sorts that I couldn't do anything. And I remember, I remember going to the hospital. I was like, man, Jessica's, Jessica's got it pretty good. <laughs> I was like, Tim is a capable guy. It was a good like dry run for an emergency though, because I was thinking I actually didn't, I'm, 
I'm stupid, and I think a lot of people might be stupid, and you don't really think about <laughs> what is the closest <laughs> closest uh, emergency room from your house. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> it hadn't really come up. I've gone, I've brought people to the hospital, but like like one time I brought somebody to the emergency room and I brought them to uh, Kaiser Permanente and uh. it was all con- confusing because they don't accept insurance and stuff. So I wanted to bring you to a place that would like accept you. And a then, place where I could be accepted. <laughs> yeah, a place. You were sort of like an ugly duckling and I brought you to a place where you were a swan. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you had it coming out of both ends. Have you the the thing Tim is talking about when I ate the the manager special meat? I was doing both ends at the same time, like sitting down on the yep. toilet and puking yep. into a garbage can, like that's to- toilet and bucket simultaneously. You feel like you're uh, an alien. You kind of laugh at yourself <laughs> yeah. a little bit because it's a little too much. It's a little bit out of body to be like, wow, this body's got it rough. I did the old uh, between the legs while you know you're Oof. sitting in the oh no, Timmy. That's nasty. Wait, Tim, so you had food poisoning, though, like before I did, right? That same semester. It was from another place I love with all my heart, Paquito Moss. Um, oh, yeah, wow. But yeah. well, it'll Paquito. happen. And I and I was right back there later that week. And hey, apologies to the listeners who just had a bunch of curdling milk and are now hearing about food poisoning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. This is disgusting stuff. Let's get back on the St. Patrick's Day wagon. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Just going back to old St. Patrick's Day's. I don't, you probably guys don't remember this. Do you remember last year when we celebrated St. Patrick's Day together? Do you remember <laughs> last year? No, mm, I don't. You so. may have, well, you're probably being kind because I messed up on St. Patrick's Day real, just bad, real bad. How so? Do you remember, <laughs> you don't remember this? Okay. This is starting to ring a bell. I was, well, I, here's what happened. I, I basically focused on the, on the wrong country. Okay, you know what I mean. I was not focused. okay. Oh, because I, I mean, St. St. Patrick's Day, you got to be thinking Ireland. You know, right, Ireland. exactly. And my yeah. my mind was elsewhere. And then I, uh, and it, it was a bummer. And I ended up making a little voice memo uh, of that day. Jeff, you you want to play that? Oh yeah, I've got it right here actually. Yeah. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day, and I got the keg. My friends all left me because I got the wrong keg. <laughs> I do remember this, now that you mention it. Do you remember this? I'm sipping on a Foster's. It's Australian for Foster's. Oh, I'm sipping on a Foster's. I'm all alone. Really against the spirit of the whole thing. Man, I don't think I can finish this whole keg without chundering. Without chundering. No, oh, I also made shamrock-shaped cookies. <laughs> oh, Michael. Yeah, you remember that? I mean, yes, now, you remember now that. I do. That was awful. day. I got a full keg of Foster's Australian beer on St. Patrick's Day. That was firmly flop era behavior. That, that sucked. That was a bummer. But I'm glad you guys got past it. Yeah, I mean, hey, what can you do? You trudge on in life and you move forward. <laughs> That's right. I remember you came to us hat in hand. Yeah. And we said, hey. Oh, yeah. We said, hey, forgive and forget. 
That's probably why I couldn't remember when you were first talking about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I think we should take a break and maybe do another. I'm down. Oh, you, you, fuck, you animal. Look at you. Why not? All right, great. Folks, we'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. back in all right we're back we're in, in we're in car bomb number three okay listen to this during the break um i texted my friend who's in the navy uh, uh and he had been uh at that base in Nor- uh, norwich connecticut right by this bar mm-hmm. so i texted him i said hey you ever go to billy wilson's bar they invented the irish car bomb and he said i never made it out there i did hear about it I hear it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So there you have it, folks. From my friend Jack Ruddick. Get out to Billy Wilson's. I, I gotta, So I did something a little different on this one. I'm doing uh, uh, Guinness, and I'm just, just dropping the Jameson in it. I want to try that. I was going to say, Mike, oh. has anybody been able to do the thing where it looks like a little Guinness? I haven't been able to get the separation. No. I have no, You know what? I no. think that the guy was still putting Kahlua in them. At oh, that okay. Maybe that's ah. it. And that floated down to the bottom. That makes well, anyway, sense. bottom is up. Ready? Here we go. Bottom's Three, up. two, one. Down the hatch. Oh, baby. Boo. I mean, you do get oh, some yeah. flakes on the way down, right? Am I the only one? Yeah. No, I'm not getting flakes. You're saying yours is smooth as silk? I can't believe it's not more filling. That's a lot of beer we've just chugged, and it still is going down in just the right way. <laughs> yes, yes. It's going down easy, and uh, it's going down. I hope it stays down easy. I, I got to say that Jameson, just the Jameson uh, one was uh, pretty good. Did you miss that creamy sweetness? Yeah, it didn't have like, uh, it didn't, you know, when you take like a shot of Jameson, it's a little harsh. This just kind of mellows out the Jameson and 
boy, you're having fun. And the pressure's not on to beat the curdle. <laughs> Mike, you can't handle the pressure. No, I me, I live for no, that. No, no, no. I, I, that's why I'm on earth is to have everybody looking at me saying, is he going to curdle or will he come through? I drink too many high pressure drinks. This is a nice relaxing one. Hey, they say uh, Guinness is one of the healthiest beers you can drink. I've heard that. Less right. the least calories or something. Like you, you think that's it's a uh, crazy thing because it's a stout, I guess, and it's dark. So you think like, oh, it must be heavy, but it's not. It's very light. Very light. It's one twenty-five. So a Miller Light, which hey, we love it, but let's admit it has no taste. That's ninety-six calories, and then a Guinness, a full-bodied meal, is only one twenty-five. Huh. I would be curious how it tastes to do a a, a car bomb shot into a like Miller Lite or something easy, like or something light. Hmm. Michael, sounds like you're going to be doing a little bit of investigative booze news. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little. Maybe I'll do my own uh, a field piece. Kyle here is saying that it's he's thinking that maybe it's too much uh, carbonation. It would kind of <gasps> screw it up. Ah. Ooh, Kyle, thank God you were here. Right, because Guinness is a very, it's got, it's not very carbonated. It's got little bubbles and there's not a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny bubbles. And I'm surprised uh, we haven't spent more time in Mike Hanford's test kitchen, by the way. The very kitchen. Test kitchen or, oh, oh, oh. The Russian root was invented there. Yeah, I thought I thought you, this you, whole you podcast. You want me to come up with drinks, man. I'll come up with drinks all day long, and you're not going to like them. We should do a Patreon called Mike Hanford's Test Kitchen where you put all your <laughs> your harebrained, half-baked ideas on us. <laughs> harebrained, half-baked. These are good drinks. And hey, maybe one of them makes it to the main pod. That'd be cool. Or maybe it makes it onto the IBA. Ooh, wouldn't that be so? Oh, my God. That'd be the brass ring. <laughs> that'd be huge. Hey, Mike, I was just thinking of... Uh, pubby type of bars that I like. And I was thinking pre-COVID, since you moved to New York, did you ever get out? Have you have you gotten to get to McSorley's at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had been there uh, once, once or twice pre-COVID. Jeff, have you ever been there? <sighs> I feel like, didn't we go one time as like part of a sketch fest or something like that? Like Probably. Probably. You, you, you'd remember because they hand, you order a beer and they hand you two. Oh, no, I don't. It, and there's don't suds all over the place. My brother took me to McSorley's like uh, the first time I went there. It's it's one of the oldest, one of uh, the oldest like surviving bars in America. And it's that cool thing where it's from the 1800s. So like there's pictures on the wall and the, some of the pictures are of the bar and you could look and see like where you're you're sitting and there's no pictures on the wall. And then you got like a mind fucker like, dude, man. Wait, McSorley's <laughs> is New York. I'm there. Nor New York, not Chicago, right? Right, right. Anyway. It's yeah. It's like uh, in the village. It's great because they only have two beers, light and dark. So yeah. when you order a beer, you say I'll have a light or I'll have a dark, and you you just order one beer, but they give you two because they're so frothed up and they're these tiny mug, like handled little steins. Hmm. But, and if you uh, see a guy like if some a whole table orders them, one of the bartenders is carrying like you know seven or eight in each hand over there. Oh, it's great, and and also. The the food menu, like I think the only yeah. thing they have is this one cheese plate that is a sleeve of saltines with like a little plate of craft singles and a little pile of raw onions. Oh my god! <laughs> there was uh, it, it's been cleaned up like the health code or the health whatever inspector made them uh, clean it up. But the first time when I went there, it was like dust, like a thick layer of dust over everything. 
Oh, because that was like, a thing. And stuff hanging over you. Oh, and stuff oh, is like this that. the chicken bone place? The yes, wishbone the, the, place? The, the wishbone. Yes. Oh, was, we've been there, yeah. In in like World War II, when guys were going off to war, they hung wishbones over the light over the bar. And the idea is when they came back, they, snap they like took them down. So yeah. so all the wishbones there each re- represented somebody who had died at war. And then for, you know, decades and decades, they left them there to honor them. But then they got all like furry with dust, <laughs> with dust and probably and mold. mold probably. And then the health department <laughs> said they had to clean them. And then they did clean them. They broke a lot in the process, but now they're there and, and they're cleaned. Yeah, um, it's a it's a cool place. There's a there's a potbelly stove that like uh, is just a funny thing to have in a bar. Well, I saw I saw a great thing there. One time I was there um, on like a Sunday morning during the Del Close Marathon, uh-huh. uh, and um, it was like packed with people even in the morning, and it was young people and they're all getting really drunk. But then there was this one family, like a little waspy, almost like cartoonishly waspy Republican family with like polo shirts and, and sweaters over their shoulders. And they were sitting by themselves at a table really, really quietly. Everyone else was like, uh, was like partying and, and getting drunk. And, and they were just like sitting there. It was like a family of four with their, with their young kids and stuff. And uh, we were kind of pointing to them being like, why are these, what's going on over here? What's with these people? And then they, the mom from that family who has like her pearls and like a pink polo shirt, <laughs> she stood up on the, on her table. Wow. And we were like, Oh my God, the, that mom is standing on the table. And she held up a mug of beer and she's like, God bless America. <laughs> and then immediately 200 uh, drunk 20 something sing great. along and sang the whole song. And it was like, uh, Hey, only in New York. Yeah. yeah. Guys, let's rank this motherfucker. Hell yeah. What are your final thoughts? Uh, let's see. How do I how do I like this thing? Yeah, definitely ordering again. This is a fun one. Get a group of people together. Have these. It's great. Yeah, I love it. I'm embarrassed to say I thought that I was going to become a cocktail aficionado, but this is my favorite thing I've no, ever had. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what I... This is why I like to uh, be on Earth is for things like this. One thing I've heard about is that uh, people smash their teeth drinking these things. Oh, yeah. Because that oh, little yeah. shot glass oh. comes comes at you fast. So be aware. Uh-huh. You got to put your top lip over those teeth. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. Give it a little fleshy bumper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I always hear people like all the time talking about like, fleshy bumper this and like hashtag mm-hmm. fleshy bumper. And I never really thought that that's probably what they mean. I uh, <laughs> love the Irish car bomb. I'm going to order them again and again and again. In a weird way, this is an appointment only drink though, because you don't like, yes, if you're out with people, you're not like other people are ordering whatever drink. You're not going to be like, eh, I'll have an Irish car bomb by myself. Yeah. You have to sort of, it has to be the appointment. Everyone's sort of getting together to do this. Mike, you're right, and it's it's a sad fact that y- y- you're right. But but appointment only isn't bad. We've discussed this. Appointment only. No, it's is not just, bad. But but it's a certain distinction. There is a little bit of an asterisk. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a certain distinction. You're not going to be doing Irish car bombs willy nilly, right? And maybe you should. 
Maybe, yeah. maybe if you're this home by yourself be... during the pandemic and you're watching a movie, have a car bomb or two. Maybe now, now that I'm watching, now that I'm watching <laughs> Sopranos season one from the beginning, instead of Jeffy. making, I, 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 I'm in, I'm in, I'm you in. caved. Oh, I'm so happy. So <laughs> instead of making myself a little old fashioned, I'm going to, maybe I'll make myself a couple Irish car bombs. Um, you know what I was doing when I was watching Sopranos was a lot of Di Sorono. Oh, <laughs> very, very nice. <laughs> very Italiano. Um, is it? I, I don't know. Is I feel true? like when, when COVID's over, I'm, when, I, when I'm back to like working in offices, I'm going to, on my way home, stop, stop off at the local watering hole, belly up to the bar by myself, and have 10 or 20 car bombs. <laughs> <laughs> 10 or 20? Ouch. We didn't talk about how many we were going to do. When we set out on this journey today, but I'm glad that we did uh-huh. three. I think that's a good. Yeah, that was fun number, and the, you know, um, there's the it's it's the rule of threes. Yeah, the comedy rule of threes also applies to beer bomb drinks. Sure, should we make it the comedy rule of fours? Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. I would do it. I simply would do it. Tim, uh, Tim, I would do it too. Let's do one last one. Just this is just for old times' sake. This one. All right, we'll do one last. For the one. road. Are you guys going to do the just the Jameson? Uh, no, I I the the Baileys is the fun part. I'm doing just Baileys. I'm going to try that. Numero catorce. All right, we're we're back. I. Uh, I screwed up. I I uh, said I was just going to do Bailey's, but I accidentally poured the Jamesons in, and then just said oh, I'll add the Bailey's. So I, it, <laughs> it could be it could be the three car bombs ahead of this that screwed me up. Well, thanks for coming clean about it. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I didn't want I didn't want the listener to be like, so how was that pure Bailey's shot? <laughs> I don't I don't need the I don't need the hate mail. Okay, here we go. Ready? A three, a two, a one. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. I was watching it curdle as I was drinking it. (laughs) How many of these are you supposed to drink? Like, um, what does Um, the Surgeon General recommend? How many (laughs) are you supposed to drink? I talked to a doctor before we did this, and he said zero. Not even one? Yeah, he, I said, well, but it's for the podcast. He said, that doesn't matter. Still delicious. Like, I still love it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Well, um, geez, I think we're just about ready for the quiz. Oh, shit. You have a quiz? I thought Tim had a quiz. Are you guys up for it? I'm up for a little four car bomb quiz. Hey, guys, at this point, okay. I'm down for whatever. Yeah, shit. Damn. Well,. It's good that you had four car bombs because this is not so much a quiz as it is a challenge. <gasps> oh, no. Tim. <laughs> See, the very response I was going for. Okay. So, <laughs> this is the Danny Boy Challenge. Oh, my. Oh, Danny Boy. And here's how it works. It's St. Patrick's Day. Sure. And yes. You guys know the, you guys know the song Danny Boy, right? Oh, Danny Boy, the pipes of pipes are calling. Yeah. Yes, yes, a beautiful, beautiful song, but 
And, and and we all love it. Who wouldn't? It brings a tear to your eye. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> However, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are more lyrics to to the song than you think, and there really? are more parts to the song than you may remember. And the song is a little bit longer than I recalled. <laughs> and so I thought we'd celebrate this St. Patrick's Day with the Danny Boy Challenge, which works like this: you got. You guys sing Danny Boy to me, and I say who won. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, at one at a time? I just sent you guys the lyrics to Danny Boy. Okay. And here's the thing, guys. Listen. It's separated into stanzas. You alternate them. I want you to sing honestly. Mm-hmm. I want you to th- sing sincerely. Proud and true. Do the song justice, and here's what I'm judging for. Melody. Oh. And phrasing. It's because there's a, there's a lot of lyrics in here and I've been listening to the song all day to see where the words land. Okay. And when it goes up, when it goes down. Now do, will there be music with it? No, it's fully acapella. So this is, this is an interesting uh, thing right here. You guys have a choice. Who wants to go first? Because the first person will set the key. Oh, shit. Uh, Mike and Tim, would this be a good time to admit that I don't really remember Danny Boy whatsoever? Okay, maybe I'll go first then so you kind of hear how it goes. (laughs) No, you know what? You know what? Why don't you go first, Jeff? (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be good. You have to know, Jeff, when you see this first stanza, you'll know it. And... Give it, give it your all, give uh, it Tim. Your I'm all. looking right at it, and baby, I don't know shit about it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll try to match Jeff's take on it. Here I am, the grandson of Eleanor Santry, and I don't know Danny Boy. <laughs> you don't know it. You no melody comes to mind whatsoever. No, Tim. If you have to ask, point blank. <laughs> I do. As quiz master, challenge architect. Jeff, I think you'll you'll get it. I think. I think I might maybe bring a little R and B soul to it. You're allowed to do that too, but what I'm looking for is correct melody and correct phrasing. Oh well, then here goes nothing. Here we go, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, here comes the Danny Boy Challenge. Hit it. <clears throat> Oh, Danny boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is let, a train wreck. <laughs> let me begin. Please start. Please start, Jeff. Oh, yeah, start. I meant I was going to say. That was good, though. <laughs> oh, oh, Tim, I hate you so much. <laughs> That was really good, though, what we heard. <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet it was. Here we go. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the ma- mountainside. From glen to glen, <laughs> the summer's gone and all the roses fall in. Tis you, tis you, must go and I abide. 
All right, Jeff, I'm going to try to follow Jeff's. But come ye back when summer's in the meadow, or all the valleys hushed with white with and white with snow. Tis I'll be here in sunshine or in shadow. Oh, Danny boy, oh, Danny boy, I love you so. Okay, now wait, pause, 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 pause. Very, very nice work, guys. Mike, yeah. now I'm, I'm going to have you take this next stanza and you, from your memory, sing the real Danny boy and let's see if it keys okay. Jeff in. Okay, okay. From here, uh, When Winters Come. Okay. When winters come and all the flowers die, beautiful, and I am (laughs) dead, as dead as I may be, you'll come and find the place where I am lying, and kneel and say an ave there. For me, beautiful. But I shall hear <laughs> those soft you tread above me. Yeah, and yeah. all my grave shall warmer, sweeter be. Yes, and yes. you will bend and yes. tell me that you love me, <laughs> and I shall sleep in peace. Until you come to me. Beautiful. Okay, guys, I have to put an asterisk on this this next one. Uh, my nephew just came in here and uh, hit me in the crotch with a Nerf bat. <laughs> oh, daddy, boy, the street flies cool and slowly. Oh, you can hear the Nerf. And I'm still cold. <laughs> and I across the glen. <laughs> Your broken mother sighs and feels so lonely. Oh, no, he's back. (laughs) For you have not returned to smile again. Take it home, Jefferson. Last stanza. Do I have to do the Nerf bat thing? No, but this is the part where it goes up. It goes, (laughs) so if you've died. Honestly, I'll take that. I'll take that cue. So if you've died and crossed the stream before us, we pray that angels met you on the shore. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you'll look down and gently you'll implore us to live so we May see your smiling face once more. <laughs> oh, beat drop. Hell yeah. Together together now for the last line, Jeff. <gasps> once more. Oh, pretty good. My God. Pretty good. I am bawling my eyes out. And here's yeah. the thing. Michael, Mike, you knew the song better. You could think of the melody. Jeff started us off with a... With a kind of a Blink-182 song. But Jeff, your ability to adapt oh, and to, into it. to persevere and to jump on board and then hit some correct notes, the winner of this challenge is Jefferson. Oh, oh wow. wow. Way to go, Jeff. No, that's great. You won the <sighs> last one, too. You won the uh, the, the, at the Avalanche. 
Oh, the Javalanche. The Javalanche. I'm sorry. The Javalanche. Oh, I forgot to have a sound effect for this one. That Way to go. Oh, cool. you, well, there was enough sound in that one for all of us. Also, I got to say, uh, I'll, I'll reiterate again. I'm, I look forward to more Lanches. We got to get more Lanches going. The Lanches, the challenges are fun. Oof. I got to come up with a good challenge. I'm, I'm just like, oh, here's some questions. Cool, man. <laughs> Guys, great singing, both of you. You really warmed my heart on this St. Patrick's Eve. Yeah, yeah, on this St. Patrick's Irish Day. Oh, dee dee. The thing about <laughs> these car bombs, do you feel like each one, mm-hmm. I could feel each one hit, like, kick in all at once. So, like, over the course of this podcast, it was like, it wasn't a gentle, gradual rise in drunkenness. It was four steps where it was like, beep, yep, beep, yeah, beep. yeah. And boom, just bang, right boom. now, the fourth one hit me. Good. Hey, that's great. That's good to hear. I wish I had a vomitorium in my house. Uh, oh, before we wrap this thing up, uh, did I tell you guys about a, a celebrity I met recently? Um, oh, no. I forget who it was. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, I did tell you. So I told Tim. But okay, so to fill you in, Jeff, I was at this really cool, chill sort of outdoor bar patio area. And I was there by myself and the celebrity was there by himself. And we started chatting it up and we had a few drinks together and well, you know, we made a little, a little uh, chit chat, and uh, yeah, I made a voice memo of the whole thing and uh, uh, of what was like while it was happening. So I awesome, yeah, oh, wow, we play it for you here. Oh, great. <laughs> oh boy. He's in JFK and Molly's game. I didn't see the postman or JFK. I'm hanging out with Costner. <laughs> I'm sipping on the Fosters. He's talking about his Oscar. I'm hanging with the guy from JFK. Oh, man, he's the coolest. What a cool guy. Damn. I think he showed his bare ass and dances with wolves, but I never seen <laughs> that one either. He did. He did show his bare ass. He did. Okay. Well, I, I uh, never saw it. Yeah. I saw Kevin Costner the other day. It was fun. And that was your voice memo? Yeah. I decided to just, sort of, you know, save the moment. That's cool. That's what's so cool about like having d- mobile devices is that we could just sort of like very quickly, casually oh, yeah. n- do a little note. I do it all the time. Refreshing in this day and age of like Instagram filters that you would put that up unvarnished. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to monkey with it. It was just, yeah, this is how it is. Well, thanks for sharing it with us. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, Hey, you're welcome. Hey, if, if I ever meet a celebrity, I would, um, I would quickly f- get my phone out and put the voice memo recording on. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Me too. hopefully get something good to share with you guys. Perfect. Oh, man. Do you guys remember my uh, Hall mishap? Oh, fuck. This is a real thing. Go uh, ahead, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I forget. This is before I had a smartphone. I When I only had a flip phone, remember those mini cams? They were like the size of phones, but they're little cameras that uh-huh. were digital. It, it was called a flip phone. Flip cam, yeah. flip cam. Right? And for whatever reason, we had an idea for like a UCB sketch that like it would be funny to have a shot of a celebrity with us in the shot for some sketch 
idea we were doing. But I, when I worked at Gracie Films at The Simpsons, and I was on the Sony lot, I went back and forth a lot. Sure. But I was at the valet stand in Sony, and I saw Jake Gyllenhaal. And hey, we're on the jilly wagon. We've discussed this. 100%. Yeah. We love Maggie. We love Jake. I said, hey, uh, the, re- the Mike and Jeff will think it's funny if I get a shot of me, <laughs> a selfie video with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in the background. So I walked past him and I sh- I turned into selfie mode and I shot my face with Gyllenhaal in the background and I was nodding to camera like, <laughs> and Gyllenhaal <laughs> turned and he saw me and he goes, yeah. real cool, bro. Real cool. <laughs> and I fucking was, I mean, we're like the same age. How humiliating. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was the worst. And I fully cowered and I put the, the camera down and I ran away sad. <laughs> okay. Well, that's our show. A particularly sloppy episode of the pod. Yeah. It's, it's a St. Patrick's Day celebration. I blame the Baileys. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. We just covered Daft Punk's 2001 classic, Discovery. Check it out, baby. Hell yeah. Fun. Speaking of awesome pop songs, here to play us out is us, the Sloppy Boys, with our Irish pub rock classic from the album Paradiso, Armageddon. Goodbye, everyone. Top of the evening. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Goodbye, everyone. Yeah, the gang is all here, full of whiskeys and beers. Yeah, we're gonna get sloppy tonight. Gonna toss a few back, bottoms up down the hatch, even though we're dropping like flies. You remember old Marty was the life of the party. Settled down with his wonderful wife. I heard the poor bastard finally got his master. What can I tell you that's life? We said our goodbyes, yeah we lost a good guy Yeah sometimes these times can be tough Yeah he pushed in his barstool and hung up his cup Said it's fun to be sloppy but it's time to clean up We'll keep the light on for ya In Armageddon And Jenny, you know Had a hawk made of gold We all thought she'd end up okay But despite all her promise I gotta be honest She's ten months sober today And what about Bertrand? King of the keg stand To work hard, play hard Kinda Traditions must die We said our goodbyes With tears in our eyes Still can't believe Jenny gave up Yeah, she pushed in her barstool And hung up 
Looper. 